The Sewer Show. Squatters and unwaged airwaves. Presenting views, news and interviews from the Centrelink queues. Information on your squatting, legal and other rights. Troublemaking news from around the world. Coming at you every Friday between 5.30 and 6.30pm on 3CR. And you're on there here at 3CR. This is the Sewer Show, Squatter and Unwaged Airwaves. Um, it's the Food Not Bombs edition of the show. And um, we are about to go to a live cross to a rally at the National Gallery of Victoria um, where Tony Abbott is um, going to be there for some reason. And um, some people are protesting there, including war, who are the warriors of Aboriginal resistance, um, protesting about the plans of the WA government to close more than 100 remote Indigenous communities, um, something which Tony Abbott described um, as a lifestyle choice to actually live there on your land. And so we're just going to try and um, go to them and pick them up. But in the meantime, we're going to go to a track and then come back. So we're back in the studio here at 3CR. This is the Sewer Show. And we should have Steph with us over at the um, rally at the NGV. Are you there, Steph? Steph, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me, John? Um, yep, yeah, we can hear you there. Um, so, <laughs> great. I understand you are about to interview someone, are you? Well, I've, I'm here with Viv Marlowe. So I was hoping maybe she can tell us a little bit about what's going on. Great. Hi, Sewer Show. <laughs> Hi, Viv. Hey, we, we've got um, probably... a couple of hundred people just standing out the front of the National Gallery here and Abbott, Hockey, Bishop and um, that other Gummy Pine are all going to meet, apparently meeting here. And so we've called a um, very last minute gathering, a rally to, to make our message heard. The hands off the Kimberley, specifically, but I'm sure there are many people are here with many different reasons. There's lots of reasons to be pissed off at the so-called powers that be here, and um, we're going to jump them every chance we get. So it's good to see this um, a really big number of people. Uh, that all sounds really great. Um, so you said there are around 200 people there or something already? Oh, I reckon there'll be more than that. It's um, probably just got done in the last 24 hours or less. Yeah. But it's promising. It does. There's a wide variety of people here. Uh, there's police lines in front of the NGV, and we're just waiting. <laughs> Apparently, we've heard that no federal politicians are going to turn up today, but we're not sure. <laughs> so we're still waiting. So you sort of you think there's a bit of a rumour they're trying to um, get people to sort of move on and then they'll try and bring people in through the back kind of thing? Yeah. But there are quite a lot of people here, so they're struggling. <laughs> yep. And um, I understand there's going to be some speakers and everything there, is there? 
Uh, apparently, yep, war is here and they're going to have a few speakers. There's lots of black fellas. <laughs> lots of black fellas. <laughs> I was just saying hello to, I could see um, lots of faces I don't generally see at a rally. Um, but yeah, I suppose we'll just wait and see what happens and see where the action is. And then try and bust our way in and have a little conversation with Tony. That's the plan, I suppose. That sounds like a good plan. I think that's going to be a few minutes till the speeches start. So I guess you guys can go to a track and come back. Um, yep, okay, cool. That sounds great. All right. Oh. So you're back on the air here at 3CR. This is the Sewer Show, Squatter and Unwaged Airwaves. Um, we've got a bit of a sort of live-as-you-go show today with um, Steph out being our roving reporter, I guess, at the um, rally that's happening right now at the National Gallery of Victoria, um, protesting Tony Abbott, um, who was meant to be speaking there, um, specifically um, protesting about the plan of the WA government to close more than 100 remote Indigenous communities which um, Tony Abbott described uh, as a lifestyle choice living on traditional communities in uh, remote areas. And, um, yeah, Steph, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Um, not very well, no. No? Uh, yep, yep, okay. How's this? Uh, yeah, that's great. A little great. bit of technical difficulty. Difficulties. <laughs> um, yep, so what's happening at the rally there at the okay. moment? Yep, so I've got an interview lined up. Yep. Can you just tell us your name? My name is Les Thomas. Yep, and what are you doing here today? Um, I'm joining the uh, protest in defence of homelands, uh, responding in part to Tony Abbott's uh, recent comments describing life on homelands as being a lifestyle choice um, and I guess revealing in one go his uh, profound racism and disrespect for Aboriginal culture and life. So I think that, you know, with the budget cuts, $560 million plus and other policies in this area, the, the paternal, paternalistic racist sort of uh, ideas that he's trying to bring forth that are having, having a really nasty effect um, there's a movement building all of a sudden, and um, yeah, it's great to see it taking off. Yeah, thanks for that, Les. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Oh, I think the speeches are going to start soon. Yeah, so we've got Mariki from War, and she's about to give a speech. Awesome. I think that's that now. Um, my name is Mariki. Um, I'm from the Gunai and Gunditjmara Nation of southeast of this continent. Uh, born and lived on Wurundjeri country. But we're here today. Um, we called this rally today because um, of the Prime Minister's and the Western Australian Premier's intention to close down 
um, remote Aboriginal communities in WA and they have no basis for this. I, I mean, I don't actually believe the economic basis. That actually doesn't make sense. Um, I spoke to the mob over in WA today, Shawnee Harris. He's a, um, um, a best in custody campaigner. Uh, his niece is Miss Jew. And he's been uh, involved with the embassy, the Noongar embassy in Perth. The Noongar embassy was set up um, to cater for the homeless, people um, that will that have to move off these um, communities he told me he told me today that there will be 20,000 Aboriginal refugees when these communities close 20,000 what can we do with 20,000 Aboriginal refugees they can't even go to the Aboriginal embassy because they're getting shut down by the police in Perth, it's disgusting, it's disgusting. These Aboriginal people have nowhere to go within this society, nowhere. You can't live homeless on the streets in Perth. You know what they do to black fellas on the streets in Perth? They lock them up and then they kill them. They're all in, they're all in hospitals and graveyards, these people. They're our most vulnerable people within Australia. It doesn't happen just in WA. These colonial governments are known, well known for the dispossession of Aboriginal people within the history of colonisation of Australia. We know that more than anyone in Victoria. They are trying to close down the mission in Lake Pires. The mob in Redfern know this. We are pushed out. There is no place for us here. Well, today... We're going to march through this city and tell everyone having dinner tonight that we are still here and that we're not going anywhere. We are not going anywhere. Just hoping we're going to. children's home, the biggest children's home that existed in, um, in New South Wales ever. Um, some of you may have studied a book about it called uh, Lousy Little Sixpence in, in primary school. And that book doesn't even come fucking close. I've seen this building. They, they kept 200 children in one room. 200 babies that were taken from their home and it's still fucking happening. There are more children taken now than in the middle of the, of the 20th century. More now than then. And they give bullshit excuses like, oh, yeah, oh, child abuse. Child abuse is a fucking problem. Yeah, who said that? That guy. Um... Uh, you you want to talk about child abuse, talk about the government covering up the child abuse that happens right here in white communities, in, in all kinds of places. I don't know, uh, there are only probably a, a handful of people who could actually see me, um, but I'm in a wheelchair. Um, 
And Aboriginal children who get put in disability care homes don't come out. The Nowra's a fucked up place. There are a lot of disabled people in Nowra. A lot of them are Aboriginal. A lot of them will not live past 30 years old. Genocide doesn't even cover it. it yeah, they're closing the gap by killing people. But, and that's not even the biggest problem. The biggest problem in the town I grew up in is the fact that the police force is run by a neo-Nazi. Oh, they are, you, you cannot, I cannot cross the street in the town that I grew up in. I had to leave because of, of the neo-Nazis, because I'm disabled, because I'm black and because I'm transgender, they wanted to kill me. I'm, I'm 20 years old and half the people I went to school with are dead. Children are dead. And if you call the police because you see someone dying in the street, they ask, oh, well, are they abo? And if you say yes, they don't fucking come. My friend's mother was beaten to death on the street and nobody came. Nobody fucking came and nobody cared. I was at the rally for Julia Cajou and nobody came. There were, I don't know, maybe 300 people there. Except when the government threatens uni fees which, yes, uni fees are important, they're an important issue, but compared to someone literally being murdered, thousands of people show up to go, no, we don't want to have to pay extra for uni, and you're right, you shouldn't have to pay extra for uni, but someone is beaten to death in police custody, and nobody cares. One every 28 days. One every fucking 28 days, mate. Yeah, the Royal Commission, not, not a single recommendation was followed through. Does anyone know how many people have died in police custody since then? Over 300. And that's all you fucking need to know. And it happens every day in this country. Every fucking day. And we are still here. And we're not going anywhere. And I'll fucking run anyone down who says so. Um, I just want to invite Viv. Um, Viv's going to say a few words for us. She's a Yandi woman. Akhtong! Imam! Time to stop! Stop killing our people! This is enough! 2015, we're calling it, it's the end! Blowing over your illusion and your lies. Eventually, everyone will catch up with this. These people in here, whether they're in there or not, doesn't matter. Abbott, Bishop, Hockey, whoever. Left, Liberal, Labor, doesn't matter. All our oppressor. Your oppressor, too. You make your children pay for uni. Take our children away, 42%. Take our land. Colin Barnett just announces just like that. Closure of 150 out of 278 communities in WA. Can we shout out now a chant? Not on my watch. Not on my watch. 
Thank you to the organisers of today and the response, great response in such a short space of time. I just want to say that uh, what's happening in Western Australia, our average people being moved on from their countries, is nothing new in this country. It's been going on since day one. Australia started as a crime and it continues to be that. This is a, a clear act of cultural genocide. Australia's are pretty good at doing this sort of, this sort of business. It's all premeditated criminal act of genocide. That's what Terra Nullis means. That's what white-only constitution means. That's what generations in detention, having your children stolen and assimilated, starved, eugenic, medical experimentation. Australia's like a Nazi wet dream. Nazis would have been proud of this place. 
demonic, it's vile. Troy like imbecile, like Tony Abbott running the place. It's so shameful, people. And the Liberal Party. You know, in 1949, when they first came to power, Robert Menzies, they were charged with ratifying and legislating against the crime of genocide in light of the Second World War. Guess what happened, folks? In good old Australia. They put it in the two hard bastards, didn't they? Still there. That's why they've been able to get away stealing our children, killing us in custody, creating the conditions of life with the intent to destroy. In fact, if you look at everything that defines genocide in this country, Australia's guilty of it. And there's no doubt about it. These people aren't the authority here. We are the custodians and the caretakers of this sacred land. Not anybody else. We didn't give consent. You ain't got treaties. That means you haven't got jurisdiction, right? What's going on with your law? We're first in law here. Time you recognise it. Time you recognise the law of the land. You want to recognise something? Packing us on the back of your racist constitution or foreign policy? What the hell's that about? What black on their right mind would want to be a part of that shit? Truly. Ones that are paid for, obviously. And the ones that are paid for because these type of people are the oldest employees when it comes to government and the state. They're called the Native Police Force. They came out of Victoria in Dandenong. The police paddock, Dud Road. Right? Have a look at their history of butchering women and children. Their own. Because they're getting paid. They're getting paid by the filthy state. The crown. That evil thing. That monstrous thing. You all know what I'm talking about. Australia's the crime scene. What's going to stuff them up is the truth, people. The truth is like a weapon of mass destruction in the land of lies and the home of the thief. <laughs> you need to sort this out, Australia. Um, I just wanted to um, invite Loyal Hunter um, to come and say a few words. Thank you. My name is proud body, Nunyu Aboriginal man from Broome, Western Australia. And this, this is so close to my heart, my ancestors' heart. I'm so proud to see everyone here today. We've got to continue the fight, continue to speak up, talk the truth, be proud of who we are, keep going, tell our kids, tell them the truth. We need them to keep walking on our country, keep telling the stories of our ancestors, keep telling the stories of the generations and generations and thousands and thousands of years of our, of our culture that's brought us here today. I'll stand up and be proud and be proud of who I am, but we need everyone to do it. Let's stand up, be proud. Hello, you mob. 
The occupation of this country is a shame. The occupation of the British colonies is a shame. You want to know why? You want to know why it's a shame? It's wrecked the culture, it's wrecked the way of life, and it's destroyed lives for many Aboriginal people in this continent. I say continent because it's not a country. It's made up of many countries, sovereign countries, that haven't ceded their sovereignty. By British law, by Western law, you know, um, there's a thing called landlords and you rent from your landlord. Where the fuck is our rent? Where the fuck is our, you know, lease? No one's signed a lease. No one's paid the rent. You've digged up our resources and you're making top dollar out of it. These are shameful, spineless, gutless monsters. True God. And you know how they did that? You know how they got to that stage of reaping all the benefits of this land? Killing our men, putting our women and children onto missions to sleep with their men, breeding out the black through policy, protection acts, trying to get rid of black fellas in this country, assimilate us to make us like them. It makes them feel comfortable when we act like them. It's shame. What sort of people, what sort of people in the right mind will force a person of culture, a person of colour, a person of long, long history to be like them, to be like as disgusting as them, as greedy as them, as filthy as them. Assimilation is no way, my brothers and sisters, assimilation is no way. No way for the future of our children. We've been here 40,000 years plus, and we survived here 40,000 years plus, and we're surviving here 40,000 years plus. We're going to still survive. We're going to resist. And we are going to conform to their ways. Because you know why? It's best for our people to be ourselves. I'm telling you, my mom. It's best for our people to be ourselves. Take pride in your culture. Practice your culture. Speak your language. You give us better health outcomes. You give us self-determination. We'll choose what we do with our people that breaks our law. We don't want your law. We've got our own. We've got our own justice system. We won't conform to your law. We won't adhere to your law and we won't adhere to your constitution because it doesn't represent us and it wasn't created by us. If you want to come here and live on our land and recognise us, you want to recognise us, you come to us and we'll make the decision. Come to us on our terms, brother. Come to us on our terms, sister. True thought. Because when you guys stuff up in your houses, your rentals, what happens? The landlord's after you, isn't it? You haven't paid your rent, the landlord's after you. Who hasn't paid rent for 227 years? And who's coming after them? 
the landlords are. And we're gonna get back our land and we're gonna get what we deserve. Gonna get what we need to survive in this country. Go back to your ways and learn your languages and take over. Choose God, it's the only way our people are gonna be strong. Bless you all, wish you all good health. Pass it on to Murphy. Um, I just have something to read from a brother. Um, he's a Noongar brother, um, living over this way, but he couldn't be here. So I said I'd read something out for him because um, the forced closure and the communities in WA hit, um, hit, hit home for him as well. So he says, Kaya, I am Ian, Ian Michael. I'm a Noongar man from WA. A part of this country, a part of this country that does not recognise the traditional owners in the slightest. The simplest ways of acknowledging the ancestors and the country that non-Indigenous people walk on every day of their lives. The country that they, they, the country they assume that belongs to them. I grew up in a town that celebrates the white founders of this town. I am from a family that has had, that has and had its, that has had its dealings with trauma, domestic violence, alcoholism, stolen generation, loss of language, elders, land, family and land. My heart aches for what is happening right now in my home and every community that our people apparently choose to live in. This is not about money, Centrelink or mining. This is about our people, families, culture, traditional lands, ancestors, language, dance and stories. We cannot let this white government dictate, dictate our people's futures. Give us our basic human rights and give us back our land. We decide what's best for us, Prime Minister. Uh, you do not, you do not know what it is like to be, what it is like to, for it, for what it is like for it to be us or me. Thank you. Um, This is a message to everyone in the Kimberley. I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm Gunny Andy. My family live on a remote community up there. Always have. That's where, that's who we are. For some reason, I end up in exile down here on your country, Wurundjeri, Bunurong, Tunurong here. Took me a long time to realise, you know, maybe turn it around and think that this maybe had a purpose behind it. And I stand here before you today and say, oh, I know that purpose now. That I had to be sent down here this is where they hit, this is where the brunt of this genocide hit. Okay, so it's a big continent. It's taken, same, same, but different all over the shop. They hit here in Tassie. They hit the East Coast. So this is, this is, um, I don't know, I just want to, maybe some Victorian or Tassie people, tell them, tell them what's coming for them. Tell them to stop trusting the KLC, don't trust them, don't trust any of them. Nothing they say has ever, ever come through for us. It's time to sever, break up with this thing and start thinking outside the box. No more asking our oppressors for anything. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm taking it. So I want to kill the family mob. <laughs> to, um, you know, just don't dismiss what's coming out of this place and get into the colonised, you know, thing of trying to sh shut each other down that way. This evil is coming. You don't want it. Kimberley turned into the docklands over here, okay? So please, let's all rise up, stand up, educate ourselves and organise 
so we can take it down. It's ripe, I'm telling you. You ready, right? Woo! Um, before we go out, we're going to march along the street. Um, we're going to march along to City Square right now. And I want everyone, I want every single person right here, right now, when you walk on Wurundjeri country and Bunurong country and the Kulin Nations, don't you stand silent when you're talking about Aboriginal issues. Every single one of you, you need to chant, not on our watch, not on our watch, not on our watch, not on our watch, not on our watch. Declan Furby Gillick. Um, I'm Aaron the Man from Central Australia. I'm going to perform a piece to um, bring everyone together before we walk down. Uh, it's called Remember. Give me five. Five minutes of your time and I'm going to try to tell you a little of black life. See, my people still stand, but they stand in line for bags of wine to help them to abandon their minds. Can't handle their lives. Some people act in surprise, push the people off the land, sit back and expect drive. Expect them to thrive up in a system of lies. Flick them a few dollars here. Wipe the tears from your eyes. Might be saying farewell, because we ain't gonna fare well on a system of welfare dependency. And if you think it's fair, well, it's welfare to say that in my own opinion it can never be. Grog distracts the poor, media paints them as the enemy, and the state locks up slaves in penitentiaries. Can't let the hatred get to me, this pain could be the death of me, but I ain't gonna let it. I'll let the pain be my purpose and my brain be the furnace for the flames that are burning as I state my message. See, it ain't cool to talk about revolution no more, but I see black babies starving on stone floors. I see a government spending on war, putting bullets into people, and what for? Well, some say it's for the oil shit. I don't know, but I know it ain't where I want my taxes to go. We got a state of emergency in our own backyard. The facts are hard to take, but ain't hard to grasp. When the color of your skin gives you a decade and a half, less than middle class, and if that ain't hard, take another decade spent behind bars, and it's like your life's over before your life starts. More likely in a cell than getting an education and the best you can expect up in the House of Reps is a tokenistic gesture of black representation. Now we don't call it slavery like they do in the States, but people built this country and never received wage, never got paid and most of them still wait. What you call a forced laborer, I call them a slave. And mothers still waiting for the return of their babes and they know it deep down but they're afraid to say those kids never followed the crumbs back where they came to the place where they were taken when they were taken away. And yet, the word genocide will never find a place in our curriculum while it benefits the ruling class who made the lies to stick to them and it benefits the ruling class to spread that type of ignorance, encouraging the view that our history is victimless. But we won't.
don't get a leg up through factionless battling, so I speak off camera to the people that matter the most. And when I die, I know my ghost will keep traveling, so one day the oppressed can challenge the establishment. Where I'm from, we all see the poor in the slums, mothers crying over their dying daughters and sons, and this violence is more subtle than soldiers and guns. I'll not incite war, but this war has begun. And up from the squalor is where the warriors come. But their voices are their bullets, words fire from their guns. My sisters don't spit bullets, but wisdom and strength to liberate the miserable and sick living in trenches. Best believe the road to change ain't travelled as a hitchhiker. We can't sit tight and wind from inside these thin blinders. Grip tight and rip, flick the switch on this big mic, because inside the truth lies and we need some big fighters. I ain't here to win awards or applause. I've only come to vocalize what we're all thinking, and I know that now I'm done. The more people understand this struggle, and I'ma die before it's won. But our messages live on, because the people and an audience, and a speaker and an audience, are one. Remember? Waging Peace. The latest film from legendary Australian filmmaker David Bradbury, shot at the Canberra 2014 Peace Convergence. Waging Peace will be screening at the Nova Cinema, including Q&A with Bradbury, Thursday, March the 19th at 6pm. Bookings, trybooking.com. Waging Peace, March 19th, 6pm at Nova Cinema, a WACA event. Wacker is a 3CR supporter. Subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio, bringing you coverage of community issues and events. This is Beard at Base Camp. Welcome to the Little Red Slangy Treehouse. As you said, I'm going to the East West Channel ticket, as it usually does, starts at 5.30am. Uh, the Lincoln Melbourne Authority have come here in the middle of the night and set up another drill rig here on Gold Street. The police were pretty keen to defend that with all their resources this morning. And I think for Australians, in order to know ourselves, really fully know ourselves, in order to mature, we need to understand Aboriginal culture. We need to embrace it and realise that in coming here, you're now part of the longest continuing culture in the world. We need your support. Subscribe today. Call 9419 8377 now. See back in the air here at 3CR. This is the Sewer Show, Squadron Unwaged Airways. Food Not Bonds edition. Um, so today we've just um, come back from a live cross that uh, we had at, over at a rally that was occurring at the National Gallery of Victoria um, due to Tony Abbott meant to be being there to um, speak and it was a rally organised amongst other groups and people by the Warriors of Aboriginal Resistance or War and um, one of the reasons for the protest, there obviously been quite a number of different reasons we could be protesting there, um, was the plan of the WA government to close more than 100 remote Indigenous communities. And um, in response to this, uh, Tony Abbott suggested that um, living on remote communities was a lifestyle choice and basically it wasn't up to 
the government or the taxpayer to fund people's lifestyle choices. And, um, you know, that's obviously something that's not going to be uh, any good for the people living in those communities. One of the speakers mentioned that if those communities were closed, it would create 20,000 Aboriginal refugees who would then have nowhere to go because, uh, you know, 20,000 people moving to Perth or to other bigger cities in WA or NT or South Australia or anywhere else, it's like, where would they go? Where, what communities, um, sorry, what support would there be there for them? As well as the fact that shifting people off their traditional lands, lands that they've lived on for millennia is, you know, abhorrent. But anyway... Um, that's where, what we've been listening to, the um, rally over at the National Gallery of Victoria. And maybe while we're on the topic of refugees, just quickly, um, rather than Indigenous refugees, um, earlier this week there was protests at uh, Melbourne Airport to stop the um, deportation or the shifting of an asylum seeker from, from Melbourne over to Darwin. And um, this protest was successful on Monday, except, I'm sorry, on Tuesday. Unfortunately, however, um, he was then driven to Sydney and flown over to Darwin. So at the same time as we're potentially creating, like dis- um, possessing people within Australia and shifting them from their lands, we're also trying to stop other people who are coming to Australia to um, flee persecution. Um, anyway, so there's going to be a rally on Wednesday the 8th of April from 12pm midday to um, six o'clock at night at the Department of Immigration and Border Protection, the cor- which is the corner of Spring and Lonsdale Streets. And the rally is six hours for six years, freedom and permanent protection for ASIO refugees, um, the majority of whom are Tamil and have fled, like, fled Sri Lanka during the um, Sri Lankan government's war and genocide, I guess, of Tamil communities. And so it's sort of very similar, I guess, to what's um, happened in Australia and continuing to happen in Australia. Um, so, yeah, get along to that. And, um, Chris, I think you've got a few things to plug as well. Yeah, well, also coming up then on this Sunday is the Tamil Walk for Justice. And people will be walking from Glen Waverley or Sunshine in the mornings to meet up at 3 o'clock at the State Library for a rally. And this is to uh, put it to the Sri Lankan government that they should withdraw the military from the north and east of Sri Lanka, bring an immediate end to the forced resettlements in the Tamil areas, release Tamil political prisoners and end the campaign of murder, rapes and tortures that the Sri Lankan government has conducted against the Tamils. So that's on Sunday. They'll be walking into the city to meet at the State Library at 3 o'clock. So get down there and support that, um, as well as supporting Tamil people who are within the community here. We should be trying to support them over there as well. Um, And on the notion of supporting people rather than demonising them, there's a rally against racism on Saturday the 4th of April, um, 12 till 3 at Federation Square, and it's um, basically going to be a counter-rally to the Reclaim Australia rallies rallies that are um, all about demonising Islam and Muslims. So get along to that one as well on Saturday the 4th of April. And I think there's some other stuff that we're going to plug as well in the last sort of minute or so we have left, perhaps. Um, If we can find the the list. Uh, Yes, on Sunday again, it's Black Harmony Day out at the Fairfield Amphitheatre. So that's performance from 1pm 
on the banks of the Yarra there in Elfington. And also on Sunday it's the Darabin Kite Festival, which is a multicultural day out at Edwards Lake where people will be flying kites. And um, I think that might be all the things we have to plug. So yeah, get down either to one of those events or to um, the State Library at 3 o'clock on Sunday to support um, the Tamils who are marching from Dandenong and um, Sunshine. Sunshine. And um, come down on the 4th of April to, uh, to Federation Square to um, try and stop uh, Islamophobes rallying in or against Islam. And also come on the 8th of April from 12 to 6 to the um, Department of Immigration's building on Spring Street to, again, um, protest for the rights of um, Tamil people who are in Australia who are being faced with uh, deportation back to persecution within Sri Lanka. But anyway, that's um, pretty much all we have time for on the show. So we might um, end it there, I guess. Okay, and a thank you to Steph and Ricky for the live to air cross. Yep, and um, stay tuned to um, Mafalda. The Sewer Show. Squatters and unwaged airwaves. Presenting views, news and interviews from the Centrelink queues. Information on your squatting, legal and other rights. Troublemaking news from around the world. Coming at you every Friday between 5.30 and 6.30pm on 3CR.